Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 324. It's a special recording because uh, some of us will be at too many games. It's a bit all over the place this this weekend, but managed to get a couple people together here so we can do a pre-record, have something up for you guys Saturday night. Let me go over here to MVG joining us today slash tonight. Hello. Hello, hello. It's great <laughs> to be here. Thanks for having me on, John, as always. And then we have RGT85, Sean, that you you may, we're, we're still waiting. We're, we're coming up on like the, the cliffhanger ending here. If you'll see him walking around at too many games today, we'll see. The the host of Game and Talk. Game and Talk. I, I heard you got to the end and you were like, is this game, is it, it's Game and Watch or Game and Talk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot. That was good. That was good. It was a first, it was a first episode. You gotta, you gotta, you know, get in the groove and get it all worked out. Right. That's how it, that's yeah. how it starts. <laughs> uh, that's fine. It was, it was still an enjoyable listen, right? It was still fun. It was still fun. Let's, uh, let's, let's see. What are we talking about today? I guess the big thing is going to be the direct because there was a lot of stuff to go over there. And then we have some questions to, to take a look at uh, in discord and all of that as well. So I guess the direct is what we can we can get started with here. Let's see. It was roughly 40 minutes long, right? It was uh it was pretty quick, I would say pacing wise. We went through it. I mean it was just on to the next one, next one, next one. They had a couple of segments here and there, but nothing that took up too much time. What was before we go, I guess line by line and only stop on things I guess that we want to really discuss, what was everyone's just immediate impression on what we saw here with this direct? Above average. Above average. It, yeah. it was it was great for me. It was great, yeah, it was great, great for, for you. Well. <laughs> I, I, I was I was happy with it. Wow. It started out a little slow, but it picked up like very quickly, I felt like. Okay. Okay. It was uh it was definitely yeah. it was definitely one that, as you mentioned, kind of picked up as we went along. I think in the beginning it felt slower, I guess. I, I mean they were going through stuff we already knew well, no, about. I mean, they started with Pokemon DLC. It's like, bro, you should be talking about patches. You should be talking about anything but DLC for this, which I saw. So I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of, of that starting out the show. Yeah, that's weird because usually you don't see Pokemon at these things, but it was, it was there. So that tells, that makes me wonder if there's just not going to be any kind of uh, like Pokemon event, a Pokemon direct of some kind of presentation. Seems that way. Darn shame. Darn shame. Oh man, why you don't want you don't want any kind of Pokemon uh, present, Sean? No, you need to fix what what you've already ruined. Hey, that that patch is coming. Yeah, I'm sure it is. That patch is coming. Gosh. So is Christmas. So is Christmas. Oh, look at that. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go. Let's go line by line. They just start with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Hidden Treasure of Area Zero DLC. Part one, part two, there's Teal Mask, Indigo Disc, Fall and Winter, all that releasing. Uh, I played Scarlet and Violet, have not had the the feeling of going back to it, and I don't know if the DLC is going to pull me back in or anything. I'm still waiting for that patch. That's going the, definitely going to happen. <laughs> will, will the patch pull you back in? I, I mean, I'll be curious. It'll pull me back in out of curiosity. Uh, that, it'll either be the patch or their next-gen system where they port the... I don't know what would they call Scarlet and Violet Deluxe or something. <laughs> that'll that'll pull me back in where it runs at a stable thirty frames. <laughs> call it like two thousand and three edition. Oh gosh. Well, then we had Sonic Superstars, twelve new zones, yes. Sonic Tails, Knuckles, Amy, local co-op up to four players, fall twenty twenty three. Still no release date for it. I bet they'll do it while we're filming this, but there's an event tomorrow for Sonic. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So they'll probably announce it there. Game looks good, by the way. I mean, yeah, I know we we already talked about it, but I'm on I'm on the Switch version. I may even get the PS5 version as well. Yeah, it it the more they've shown it, the better it looks, and we've seen people have hands on time with it, and everyone seems to have good opinions for it. Sounds like a more modernized classic Sonic. So I I like what I've seen, but it's it's Sonic's still one of those games where it's very momentum based. So you need to get it in your hands to see if it's something you like, you know, because it's. They have to be able to hit that that movement just right in terms of the feeling. Right. So we'll see with that. Pal- Palia? Palia. Free-to-play adventure sim. 
farming the, online is game. The cozy games is the cozy game. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> with the Fortnite aesthetic, it came up and said cozy, and I'm like, man, Sean's probably like punching air in front of his screen right now. He saw. I like was ha- I was half asleep, and that was not waking me up. Cozy <laughs> game. It's a farming online game that's holiday 2023. We'll see how long it lasts. I guess that's always what people say when they see these free to play games pop up. <laughs> I think it has a better chance than the pigeon one that we'll talk about. The pigeon one. That pigeon one's dead on arrival. Persona 5 Tactica. We already heard a bit about this one, but they showed off like the fusion system for Personas. Looks like it's going to use a lot of the battle uh, terms and, and mechanics. We have one more all out, and that's it's November 17th. I, you you on this, Sean? No. I mean, <laughs> it, it would have a better chance because I like strategy RPGs, but mm. no, I'm not, I'm not on that. I, I, I can't get into the whole persona thing and i was i was shocked that there was no persona 3 remake at this event i was told by credible sources that this was a confirmed yep. thing well if you had listened to the night the hate predictions episode beforehand, oh, that prediction night suggested that the advertisements over in japan did not include switch so he was very convinced that it wasn't going to be announced for switch and he was correct yeah, called people, it people told me it was going to 100 percent uh, then we had, let's see, we had Myth Force, which uh, first person roguelite has that Saturday morning cartoon aesthetic to it. I kind of like that. There's something about that game that I, I'm interested in. I might check it out. Here's, it looks like a He-Man. It looks like if He-Man was a fucking mm-hmm. god. Here's the cartoon. big twist. It's from Aspire. Interesting. They need a win. They need a win. So hopefully this game is good. Yeah. Gonna... Drop in, drop out online co-op and everything. Because they sure like have they ever really had a win? Uh, Let me look hmm. at their games. Probably one of their star. I feel like one of their Star Wars remasters was f- f- like fine. Like people were excited and it worked fine. Like it didn't have any hiccups like we've seen with Knights of the Old Republic two. That, that ooh, that's ugly. That's looking bad right now with them basically selling it on that downloadable content that they then canceled. So, uh, hmm. maybe uh, Pod Racer. People like Pod Racer. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't call that a win. <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking at their games, and it's like it's all old stuff. Yeah, you're trying to find part. like a new game or something. Eh, well, may, hey, maybe this is it. Maybe they did that W or the R W B Y game. I think people like okay, that. Okay. So Splatoon Three Splatfest: Vanilla, Strawberry, or Mint Chip? Um, could have been a Twitter drop. Yeah, should have should have been a Twitter. At this point. I was like, oh man, there, this sucks. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and I, I predicted oh, that we were going to get some Splatoon three. I said they were going to show off that side order DLC that they were talking about last time, but hmm. I mean, this is. I'm going with guys. Strawberry. I'm not going to play it, but I'm just going with Strawberry. But yeah, same. Pokemon, Sonic, Palea, Persona Five, Tactica, Myth Four, Splatoon three. So I kind of get it, Sean, because right there, that's that was like eight or nine minutes in, and those are the titles they had shown, and it was like, ooh, okay, <laughs> this is like yeah, you, it, yeah. It felt like there wasn't anything to show at this event. Detective Pikachu Returns. That game looks horrible. Oh man, that's the uh, that's the ugliest looking game I've ever seen. People were pretty excited for this. Because Pokemon fans are a cult. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they are. They're a cult. And that's not, it's not a bad. I'm a Sonic cultist. Mm. You know, I, I play all the Sonic games, no matter if they're good or bad. But that game looks abs- like the graphics look absolutely. It looks like a PS2 game, like mm. Nate was saying um, on our show. It's kind of like geared towards like a younger audience who probably won't mind as much. So, so kids should have bottom of the barrel crap. When we were kids, we had the best. Yeah, it's true. Did we? <laughs> yes. We were constantly a part of the evolution of video games. Kids today, they're not a part of evolution of anything. It's a mm. de-evolution. It's a de-evolution. What? <laughs> it's, uh, then we had... Yeah. Okay. Ooh, going, from, going from Mario World to Mario 64. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was huge, dude. Things did pick up, though. Super Mario RPG. I've never played it. I have, and I was very excited about this announcement. I, I mean, there were rumors that, that this out w- there. <laughs> there were rumors that it was going to be either this or Chrono Trigger Zippo. Yeah, at Chrono Trigger, and uh, they, they they guessed wrong. They they flipped and got tails instead of heads, apparently. <laughs> but dude, this game looks really good. I um, it, Super Mario RPG is not a long game. Like I think it's only about 
15 to 20 hours to beat um it's not it's not really that it's not big sprawling rpg but this game looks really cool i, I love the way that they've they've upgraded it they've enhanced it but they haven't taken away from the original source material it's still got that isometric look about it it's still got that you know um it's like it's just got that it's aesthetic like grid about based it. still with the movement which is interesting yep. they kept that yeah so yep. I, I i i love the way it looks i thought that was a really cool reveal where it had peach in the the intro and then it flashed to the new visuals and i i think it looks really good um, looks great. Uh, it looks great interesting that you haven't played it yet sean i was a little i was a little surprised hearing that in your video i'm like he didn't he's never played super mario rpg before yeah, I've wow. never played it. It's it's been I mean it's been available on the the Wii, the Wii U, the the Super Nintendo Classic even recently had it. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, I mean I'm I'm the emulation king as well. Mm. But no, I just I never got around to it. And okay. so seeing this was very exciting for me because I'll be going in completely blind. Yeah. Um, yeah, a this. lot of the stuff that came for that that ended up in Paper Mario and 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 then Thousand Year Door came from this game like the active battle time stuff and interesting okay all right it looks yeah. like they changed a f few things up too because in the battle menu you can see a there's like a percentage on the left and it appears there are different buffs and perks that are happening as the battle's going on so it seems like they're going to explain some other stuff to us maybe as we get closer through twitter or or something yeah. there i'm trying to figure out because this was a back in the day collaboration between nintendo and square i haven't seen in, any information as of this recording who's doing it i saw uh, a little fine print thing that said nintendo slash square down the bottom but i don't know if that is i guess i don't know if that is kind of relaying to the original game or or this one but i kind of just got the feeling it was nintendo and square working on this together again okay just co-developing it again all right i yeah. I, I didn't know if it was just like squares we'll, we'll take the reins and you guys just approve art and stuff but uh, maybe they'll give it to enix enix can do it <laughs> That's uh yeah, that was a Square Soft game back in the day, right? Interesting. Was, right? Was. Yeah. Oh. Well, November seventeenth. That's a game that got announced and it's out in less than five months. So I, I do I do appreciate that too. Uh, they went into kind of a rapid fire for a Princess Peach game and then Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon for Switch. That's in development. Awesome. Very that's yes. very cool. It's very in, good, very good. It's interesting they just told us that it's in development, but neither of them are out till next year. Because that feel those feel like announcements they could have just waited until the fall direct or later on this year or even to kick off next year with an announcement for that would that seemed a little out of place in a direct full of hey these things are out in five months i, I mean it was go ahead john well i mean there's a reason for it obviously mm. and the, the, the deeper you go into this direct it becomes clear mm. um why that is interesting interesting you think we're uh starting to move generations soon some things happen in the background well, I mean, that's a conversation for the end of this. Okay, okay, um, okay, show. that'll work. Because it goes, it goes super in-depth. I saw this next announcement. I was like, you know what? Sean probably is through the roof right now. Batman Arkham Trilogy, Asylum Knight, so City. Happy. It's all here. All of it. I was a little surprised on Knight. I thought we, when they did it, we would just see Asylum and City, and they might break them up where you can buy them separately, all digital and stuff. Uh, but all DLC, Fall 2023, a game, another game that's out in less than half a year. And... These are awesome games. I recommend anyone who has not played them because I understand there is still that younger generation that's come up and the Switch is their first system. Uh, yeah, I, I would buy this collection immediately and play through all of it. It's very good. I'm double dipping. And I will say that... Um, this is like... Dude, I bought these games so many times. I've bought yeah. these games so many times. But yeah, I'm I just hope, I hope the... I just hope the performance is good. I think it's going to be a good game. It feels like this game has been in the works for a long time. So I'm hoping that everything is going to be buttoned up and, and good when it comes out. Asylum and City, I, I'm confident should be fine, but Night is the one that I'm really curious about. <laughs> I want to know what's going on there with that one. Well, I mean, if you had to be honest, those that's the weakest out of those three games anyways because uh, of the, yeah, I'd the car. That. But I mean, from a graphical perspective, yes, it's, it's a lot more taxing. Um, it's a lot more taxing. I played Asylum... I think a couple months ago, I think I fired it up on the Steam Deck at one point. That game still holds up. It's still a good game. Oh, looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, like all of them are. But like Asylum was 2008, I think. That was so long ago, and it still yeah. holds up. I mean, dude, it's it's wild to think that game's like almost 15 years old. But it's it still holds up. It's still very good. Next up, we had Gloomhaven. 
September 18th. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just Dance 2024. No Wii version. This was the the come down period. <laughs> October twenty yeah. fourth, Silent Hope action RPG. You explore the abyss, defeating enemies. You build up your base, dive deeper, rinse, repeat. October. Okay, we're just filling up October. By the way, I'm noticing this with a lot of these announcements. Like October, there is a span in that month of three weeks. I feel like it's fifteen releases. It's something crazy. No, yeah, uh, it is. Fay Farm. I don't know if they said cozy for this one. They might have. Did. Well, did I mean, it's a far, it's farming, so another farming game. Okay, September eighth, Hot Wheels Unleashed two. Hot first Hot Wheels Unleashed was pretty fun. This is just second one, October nineteenth. Manic Mechanics, July thirteenth. Oh, that busy work game where you got to yeah, that game gave me anxiety just looking at it. I was like, <laughs> I can't play this game. So many things to figure out at the same time. Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. It's the second DLC. The final DLC. Yeah, it's out now. Well, it's out now, and then they have a demo as well that's already available. So, Dragon Quest Monsters: Dark Prince. Now we're coming back to reality. It now was pretty cool to see this return because I remember playing this on the DS, and I, I, yeah. it was weird back then. I was like, I feel like this is a better Pokemon game. <laughs> it's kind of how I felt. Like I feel like they yeah. tackled the formula better, but it has been a long time since I've played this formula from. Uh, from Dragon Quest, so I, I'm interested. I think I will check. This. And it's doing that thing where they're going to make it in just within 2023's release, December 1st. So this is our December game. Yes, I know that it looks great, and you know it's it's what Pokemon fans should be expecting from Pokemon. But yeah. didn't we have back in the day on DS? Weren't there two versions? It was like Dragon Quest yes. Monsters Joker, and then something else. I think there was two games. Yeah, so I mean two games, or two versions of two games. I didn't know if they did the Pokemon formula or they're just two games. I remember seeing both of them on the shelf and I ended up picking one of them back in the day. Let's see here. Come on, give me a list. <laughs> um, So there was Game Boy... Okay, so there was a Game Boy mm-hmm. one yep. for Game Boy Color, and then another Game Boy Color game, and then... Uh, okay, so Dragon Quest Monsters Joker for the DS, and then they did um, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 2. Okay, I had Joker, the first one then. All right. Pikmin 4 got a nice little deep dive, and man, I really wish I cared about Pikmin, because the game does Me look too. good. It, it it looks like it's what all everything Pikmin fans wanted and then more. It also has that underground area, which the first three had like caves or first two of them had caves and it was just funny because I saw underground area and I immediately because how much time was spent in tears of the kingdom I immediately thought of their the depths for that but split screen mode you upgrade your items and Ochi is like the dog that runs around there's nighttime exploration for the first time there's a demo available next week on the 28th and the whole thing comes out July 21st just wish I really cared <laughs> when, that, when that when that 4199 hits it uh, I'll I'll check it out. It's also built on Unreal Engine. Hey. Which is interesting. This is the second game they've built on Unreal Engine. The first one was Yoshi's Crafted World, and that game was pretty blurry. So I'm curious if they learned from that and maybe got more use out of it here or better use. It it does work into what Pikmin goes for, which is a very realistic aesthetic for the backgrounds. I was going to say, isn't it a, a small kind of confined space where you're playing it most of the like time? It's got like that isometric kind of view yeah. too. So, so it's got, I think Unreal is is a good candidate for a game like that, where it's not like his fast open world. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think Pikmin fans are going to get a kick out of it. So for, for everyone who's looking forward to it, at least it's looking good. And then Pikmin 1 and 2 are or have remasters now that are currently out. They just dropped them. And it's also following that Metroid Prime remastered formula out now mm. for digital. And then the physical compilation will pop up September 22nd. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those games are kind of expensive on the GameCube as well. So if, if you just want an easy way to pick them up and play them like that on your I mean, Switch, there you go. Everything is expensive on the GameCube. Yeah, but I know like Pikmin 2 was... I think we're like 70 bucks or something, 80 bucks, something crazy, like complete. So, yeah, but 
all the Pikmin games are available on the Switch. Nintendo's been doing that a lot recently, getting all of one franchise on the Switch, so it's all available. I mean, they did it with Xenoblade even, just about. They just need Chronicles X and yeah. they're complete. They need, the, they need the, the best one. Yeah, but once if that pops up, then you're like, wow, they really have all of Xenoblade on this platform. It, 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 I know this is a side tangent, but Xenoblade fans, this is the game you should be asking for. This is the game that would benefit the most from it do you not remember that you had to download texture packs and stuff for the game that were like massive file sizes on the wii u and it was like impossible like you had to sacrifice other stuff this is the game you want i don't i don't i don't I, the scales are amazing i don't understand why people are not demanding this game the the music the, the setting sci-fi it's great god <laughs> Thank you, Sean. And you can go ahead and keep that excitement because the next one up is Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1. Someone someone told me to prepare for disappointment. Oh, I no. Coming to the Switch. And yes, yes, yes. I will dig it up in the chat where you told me prepare for disappointment. <laughs> um, Wait, did I say that? You did. I said, <laughs> I said, I hope it's there. And you, you said prepare for disappointment. Uh, no. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Um, they added in more stuff. Which is actually very funny that they added in the NES uh, of Metal Gear and Snake's Revenge because Kojima had nothing to do with those games. He didn't even know that they were being ported. And then Snake's Revenge, he didn't even know that was a thing. So it's kind of Konami, I feel like, showing off their EPing, like, this is our franchise. And you know what? I don't care. I don't know what happened behind the scenes with those two. It's always he said, she said, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. That's business. People have a falling out. At the end of the day, you're getting these games available across a myriad of platforms. There's going to be extra content. There's there's the digital novel uh, for one and two. There is they're going to have like in-game strategy guides and stuff and like artwork and stuff. Absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait for this. I have already hit up Konami, and I'm like, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. One, two, three, Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, the NES versions all included, graphical novel strategy guys, October 24th. VR missions VR also missions. for Metal Gear Solid 1. I am curious, though, because there were some changes done to Metal Gear Solid from Metal Gear Solid to Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Mm -hmm. One of them, I feel, was done out of because when you would take the sedative medicine to snipe in the original game, it was called diazepam, which is an actual drug. And then they changed it to pentazamine. And then Mei Ling's voice, because Mei Ling has a different voice actress hmm. um, in, in Twin, Twin Snakes. Snakes. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's it's not as good in my opinion, because um, she doesn't say the bread that in the middle is you, Snake, and like she says it like more white, and I don't like it. You think so it, you think those use the old lines that they have laying around? Because they're, they're doing that with Metal Gear Solid Three. I don't I don't know what they're gonna hmm. do. That's the thing. I I don't know what they're interesting. Gonna do. I'm actually, that like. Okay, we we in, in reality, we already know what to expect with 2 and 3. It's the HD remaster editions that have been out forever. Metal Gear Solid 1 hmm. hasn't had a re-release besides um GOG and like that version was kind of different yeah. anyways. So like that's actually the one I'm looking forward to seeing the most is like, well what's what is this? Like is this just a rip of the PS1 version? If so, th that's great. It, will there be some sort of way to enhance visuals? Like, are they going to do any, you know, texture filters or anything like that? Or is it going to be your standard composite video quality for that game? You know what I'm saying? So that that's the biggest wild card to me. That's the one I'm probably the most excited to see what they do. I, I agree. Um, initially, when you look at it, and you, I mean, to be fair, we've only seen about 10 seconds of the game. It looks like it's just running a PS1 emulator, but we got a taste of the file sizes. Like Konami kind of disclosed that info. And I think the first game is like 4.8 gig, Ooh, right? So I, that, I am I right? I think it's, no, it's, it's 4.8 gigs. I'll look it up real quick, but I think it's 4.8 gigs with Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 included, the MSX oh. games. Let me see, hold on. I but even that, that, right? Like, uh, I guess what I'm well, saying dude, dude, is... The, the optimization on these is, is fucking horrible. Like, the, yeah. Snake Eater's 12 gigs. That's almost as big as Tears of the Kingdom. Like, what? Well, they probably didn't have to compress the audio or anything. I'm but sure guess, there's a lot of lines. I, what I'm saying, what I'm what I'm saying is, I am wondering if it's a, more of a port than a, than emulation. Because if you're getting to, like, 4 gigs, 4.6 gigs, whatever, hmm. um, 
3. That's 4. not because the ISOs like to download them what one gig tops. There's two discs, right? So yeah, yeah like one point one point four gig or one point five gig. So I think there's I, I think there's enhancements that have been done here, but we'll have to just wait and see when the game comes out. That'll be interesting. So let, let me see here. So it's three point four gigs without Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two. Okay. Um, so um metal gear solid well no metal gear the original metal gear solid because weren't the weren't the the playstation discs only 700 megabytes yeah Yeah. so 1.4 gig right yeah that's and that yeah so that's one point gig total this that's you know we're we're three times over yeah 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 so i'm wondering if they have enhanced the game in some way i'd i'd really like it if they did and it's not emulation but we'll just have to wait and see it also looks like there's 30 gigabytes of video that you download for the Switch if you want it all. So it's, yeah, and I'm I, downloading everything. Yeah, that, I'm getting that well, makes it's, me, the gra- it's the graphic novel stuff. That, yeah. that makes me think, though, that, for example, the so if you look, it's not on the PS4 or the Xbox One. And that seems like a weird thing not to just throw it on there. But maybe in, in this case, because we um, the Xbox One, for example, has access to the HD collection, so it plays... Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, fine. Like, you can play through that. But it makes me think that they're using the UHD Blu-rays and just putting everything on it because it's, like, probably 60 or 70 gigabytes. So that does open the door, as leaks have kind of shown on their website, for Metal Gear Solid 4 to be in the next one. That would be insane. It's rumored that it's 4, 5, and Peace Walker, which, in reality, you'll probably have Acid on there, I think so, too. Maybe. Yeah. portable ops as mm-hmm. well because you know those aren't the biggest games in the world but yeah that that would be insanity that's absolute yeah. easy easy that's buy absolute. day one Yep. well i mean this is neat i'm probably double triple dipping on this, <laughs> you got it you look man you got to show konami like hey yeah yeah we still want it. and look you need someone to write the stories i know a guy that man is me. I will write the stories, okay? We're going to pretend that five didn't happen, and we're going to pick up where four ended. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, th- I will ask you this, though. Uh, if if Konami reveals that they are indeed going back and porting Metal Gear Solid 4 up to new platforms and all this and putting that time and effort and work in, and then we hear about how they're remaking Metal Gear Solid 3, they have Silent Hill reviving, I mean, is is the confidence back with Konami then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, after we see releases and sure, because you know, I mean, this could come out and be a, a, a broken nightmare. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah, always a could. chance of that. Yep. yep. Um, you obviously got to see more of Triangle, and uh, you <laughs> got to see Silent Hill too. Yeah. Like you got to you got to see more of these. You know, the be... announcements. The announcements are appealing. The announcements are setting a good tone it's following up on that tone. Like I could sit here and say, I'm going to give everyone a million and everyone gets excited, but then it's a million pesos. And you know, you know, it'd be happens. sick is if, uh, if the logos start popping up for the companies involved for these different ports or anything. And then M two pops up as you're going through it. That'd be, that'd yeah. be good. Yeah. So that'd be, I'm hoping Konami put the time and effort into these, but they've been rumored for a while. So it feels like it's not something they just randomly did last night or something. So we'll see. Well, I mean, the people think those pachinko machines, like pachinko stuff, if you look at it, like it's been going down yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the pandemic stuff kind of hurt them with that. Yeah, you're right. The, look, we got one good thing coming out of the pandemic. We got Konami coming back to the video game market, home market. So Vampire Survivors, four-player local co-op, August 17th. This is a very popular game, by the way, on Steam and on Xbox. So this Nate loves that game, I think. I, it's it's a big get for Nintendo to have it on the Switch. And I think even, I mean, the developer is like one person for the game. Probably is ecstatic at how this is done. And now it's going to a platform with 125 million people that could potentially buy it. So Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Oh, that poor game. <laughs> October 31st. It does look weird. I don't really know what was going on, but well, like, I walk me through this MBG. <laughs> what what is the thought process going? Like, do do they think that hey, this is going to be the next Fall Guys or Fortnite? Like this this is going to be with pigeons? Yes. I think people, I think people don't like pigeons though. People don't. Um I think that <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, I feel like 
there's just a lot of yes men that are saying this is going to be awesome this is going to be so awesome but i think there's just a disconnect there with what actually is going to be awesome or not but i don't know man i uh i was pretty uh pretty annoyed at that one when they showed it <laughs> i should have just dropped it on twitter uh let's see penny's big breakdown this is a 3d platforming adventure game from the team behind sonic mania yes um yeah. very cool mm -hmm. good. i i thought initially I'm, I'm like as i'm watching i was like is, is this a new high star is this a new tempo like it definitely had a very sega color palette to it it reminded me of mcdonald land <laughs> of anything like yeah. as far as the color palettes and uh, stuff okay okay early had, 2024 had, like, that treasure vibe to it. I was into it. All right. Well, we'll be checking that one out next year. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Wave 5 DLC. New course. Squeaky clean sprint. Petey Piranha. Wiggler. Comic. They're all being added as new characters. Summer 2023. Finally. <laughs> the live service game keeps going. Just to remind people that Mario Kart's still a thing. Want right? to remind everyone that uh, the Famitsu sales charts this past week, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was number two unstoppable but, but how many did it sell like six thousand okay but i mean come on should it be selling six thousand copies this far in in a week no, no. <laughs> it's just ridiculous i hey looking forward to mario kart 8 deluxe plus for next gen it's gonna be great let's see star ocean the second story r remake this is Gorgeous. a full remake of Star Ocean The Second Story that's regarded by many as the best game in the franchise. This was from the PS1. Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway, Sean, are the visuals. Like, immediately, it's like... It has almost that HD2D look, but clearly the background is not the same as other HD2D games. They're trying to go with a more clean, modern sort of backdrop. But the characters have that HD2D look for the sprites. Yeah, well, it's HD 2D sprites with on 3D back. You know, it, it almost um, what's that game? Uh, 3D dot pixel hero 3 dot, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah 3D game it, heroes. Yeah. It, kind of, it almost kind of reminded me a bit of that, but obviously a bit different because it's not really pixely based. But that 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 looks amazing. Like I I am wanting to play. I played the original Star Ocean mm -hmm. on PS1 with Pecker Dupree because he he loved RPGs and. Um, so we played that over at his house a bunch, but I never played this other game, but this, this looks phenomenal. A definite mm. surprise for me. Yeah. I like what I saw here. I it's it's I'm happy that they decided to not just do what they did with first departure R, where it was, it was clearly just a very minimal remaster effort, but maybe it sold well enough to where they were like, Oh, let's, let's actually put some effort into this next one. Or maybe they just realized that's the best one they've made. So let's give it the full remake treatment. Uh, but, I'm excited. November 2nd, another game that's out in five months, less than five months. What'd you think, MVG, when you saw this game? I mean, I'm not the world's biggest Star Ocean fan, but I did love the aesthetic of the game. And yeah, it's got me interested. I might check it out, but November, that's also a hard sell because I'll be a lot of stuff playing happening. Super Mario RPG yeah. around the same time, I'm sure. But I, it got a lot of hype and a lot of people that were like, uh, Star Ocean, whatever, it's double A, we don't care. This this actually popped off quite quite well. So good good announcement. Yeah, people Absolutely. people wondering, you don't have to, it's like it's kinda like Final Fantasy technically. Like you can just you can just ju jump into this one, you'll be fine. Like if you if you yeah. kinda like the idea of sci fi space JRPG from the PS one, like it, it it ticks all those boxes and it's awesome. And it's more action based as opposed to turn based. So you do, and it looks like they kind of added some refinements to it from the gameplay that they showed. So I, I think this will actually resonate a bit better with the the newer audience that we're seeing coming into gaming now, like the younger audience that not really that sold on turn based. <laughs> so this is, uh, I think this will work out well with them. WarioWare Move It, November third, another WarioWare game. You know, they they showed the stupid, um. The one mini game where it's, I don't know what it's called, like the slide from Mario 64. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, ooh. That was the only thing I took away. <laughs> those games were fun. Like, uh, Nintendo is, is kind of weird because those games were fun uh -huh. when they were like $30. Oh, uh, they're when like they were on, yeah. yeah, when they were on the, the Game Boy Advance, when they were on the DS. They were fun then because 
you you were paying thirty dollars, forty dollars max on it. Now we're talking like fifty. It's like I don't know about that. A little up there in pricing. Mm. And then of course because they they sell only a handful of copies of them physically, they end up getting expensive on the secondary market. I don't know. I just I, I, I back in the day they were super cool when they were on handhelds, but like I just don't feel like it translates. Like where the hell is a, a Wario Land game? Like, do you know how much mm. cool stuff you could do with that? You haven't done one in forever. What was it? Wario Land Shake It on the Wii? Mm. Good game. I don't hate it. Wario World. I wouldn't mind seeing a follow-up to that, like a 3D Wario game. That'd be kind of cool, too. Like, they're, the, the the possibilities are endless, but they never seem to explore it. They're just like, oh, we'll put them in a minigame compilation. It's, it's like, okay. It is kind of weird that they allegedly told Ubisoft that it might be a good idea to hold their game off until next gen because it's like you have too many of the same on one platform, then we just get another WarioWare immediately. <laughs> well, because it'll sell. Yeah. Well, it'll, I mean, it'll sell. They'll, you got to imagine it's not very expensive to make. No, Yeah, now, November 3rd, though. Sorry, WarioWare. Star Ocean's out the day before. <laughs> I'll be busy. Nintendo Live 2023 spot. Then <laughs> Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, new Amiibos. Then they said thank you for buying it. Okay. And then the big closeout was Super Mario Brothers Wonder. They did it. That 2D Mario yep. game. 2D Mario game in effect here. And you know what? I like it. I think it looks good. I think it looks very good. Uh, I, I, very good. I mean, I, I've been extremely skeptical of a new 2D Mario game in literally every video. But I feel like they did enough to... to uh, I, this is something we kind of brought up on the more popular mm. game and <laughs> I almost said game and play. Um, well, you guys said game and watch. Oh, no, man. I almost said game and play. Um, it looks like the Mario sprite that they're using in that game. Obviously, it's different. But it almost looks like the Super Mario RPG one. If you watch the Super mm. Mario RPG trailer and look at Mario and you look at the Mario they're using in this game, it looks very, very similar. But I, yeah, it's it's literally Mario's drug fueled trip, and like it looks it looks really cool. It looks very creative. It has that that pizzazz that a lot of the 2D Mario games when they got in that new Super Mario Brothers style, they just became so formulaic and, and boring. Like I don't care what anyone says, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is a boring game that and it shouldn't exist. There's no reason for like I get it. Oh, people didn't buy the Wii U, but it's like good God, like there's nothing to it. There's no they're vanilla there's no there's no taste to it but this yeah this game looks phenomenal day one yeah it looks like I agree. it looks like you pick up wonder flowers and that's where just all kinds of madness takes place when it when it happened when you touch it like they had mario stretching out to like the size of the screen and, and all kinds of stuff have pipes are crawling along like snakes uh it, it looks cool. it looks pretty wacky with that i i, I also want to kind of reiterate that I love the fact that this has a new aesthetic to the game. They just didn't asset flip, you know, previous 2D iterations, or they didn't just look at Mario Maker and say, oh, we'll just take stuff from here and, and you know, put a game together. I mean, this is, um, this looks like a really, really good Mario game, a 2D Mario game. Um, you know, I don't want to hype it up too much, but, I'm, you know, it could be one of the best ones, at least from what we've seen. So I can't wait for the game. The animations look good. Well, it looks, mm -hmm. looks fluid, everything that was happening there. They have four-player co-op, of course. Toad, Daisy, Peach were all shown as playable. Uh, Yoshi was there. So, yeah. good stuff. Well, he that. Mario, like, turned into something. Mario too. turned into an elephant? Well, elephant. besides that, he also did, like, the the thing where it was, like, a, a rolling thing. Oh, going yeah, in yeah. Between the levels. I'm, yeah. I, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of stuff they're going to do in this game with that no, Wonder Flower. No, they're totally in. Yeah. They, they, they just, they barely showed you anything mm -hmm. on that. Just enough to, to make you interested. People, I will bring this up. People were talking about this online. Is Some were wondering, like, oh, well, there's no big games left. And then they show this. And they're still like, there's no big games left for Nintendo. Is 2D Mario considered a big game or not? So I mean we're we're wrapping up the direct talk here. So I'm oh it is, it is also uh, October twentieth. I will throw that in there for Super Mario Bros. Brothers Wonder going head head with Spider Man two. Go on. But like like I alluded to um, at the start of the show, I loved this show because it, there was a lot of stuff for me here. But if somebody were to walk up and say, 
the switch is obviously on its way out i'd be like you're 100 percent correct you know uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon port for 2024, a Princess Peach side game for 2024, a 2D Mario this year, another Wario game, Super Mario RPG, a remaster. Like, the, the writing is definitely on the wall. But the thing is, one man's trash is another man's treasure. I got Sonic the Hedgehog, Batman, Metal Gear Solid, and a new 2D Mario game all in one show plus super mario rpg which i've never played if you would have told me at the start of the year you know that's what i was gonna get i'd be like yeah you're crazy there's, there's no way of that so for me i gave it an a it, mm, it was a okay. great show great show for me but obviously the writing is on the wall you didn't see any any huge sort of budget stuff here good solid games that will appeal to the fan base the 2d mario game will also be pretty popular with people in terms of sales but the writing is definitely on the wall. Yeah, I think a yeah, I, Mario game is going to do some big numbers. Go, Nemoji. I agree. I mean, the the announcements were fantastic. I, I loved them as well. And someone that's old school, I mean, this direct appeal to me a lot as well. But yeah, I mean, these games, uh, 2D Mario, uh, Super Mario RPG, which is not uh, the biggest RPG in the world. It's like I said, 15 to 20 hours. You can, you can get through it. it. It was just a little below, you know, like these big big uh games and i think they're just really doing enough to uh see the switch over the line you know to whatever comes next next year or whatever you think it's going to come but um they also you know we have to remember that N nintendo predicted or they they said that they wanted to sell 15 million switches this year or this fiscal and i don't believe that number has been revised right like i think that's still the number right so having having these games um come in will really help with that i think and i think they're really pushing to you know to to make the switch sales very good for this fiscal and i think they'll get there i think they have enough meat on the bone to kind of see the generation out and and these are these are really good announcements no doubt yeah i think 2d mario is going to help out a lot uh, that that coming off the mario movie and the hype that that brought in and probably a lot of people who i don't say forgot about mario but maybe fell out of games and all of a sudden they see the mario movie with their kids and they're like yeah, i kind of want to play a mario game i mean there you go they might have to pick up a well, switch for that fucking drop that that's the switch standard price keep the oled at what you want drop 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 the other shave shave 50 dollars off of it make it 250 maybe throw in a digital game you'll easily meet your mark there this holiday season i think i think having at least a pack-in game ready to go like a bundle that's just a holiday bundle they used to do that a lot back in the day especially with the wii u but they were trying to hard to sell those um but i don't think that'd be fun to have that they did like the pick your own game bundle for a little bit i think that was over what black friday or mario day or something uh that having that for holiday in the, the seventh year or so of the switch i think would be a good idea uh oj you there yeah i'm here oj's sorry here about sorry about the i had some uh painters coming over so Good to have OJ here. We we went through the direct line by line, and we were just kind of reflecting on it um, before we did questions from the Discord and all of this. What did you What you think of the the direct though? It was solid. Thought it was like uh, it was good. I think I gave it like a B. Said B minus. Oh, B. Sean gave it an A. I gave it a B just because if there was something else like from the core line, like let's say like Metroid hmm. or like Kid Icarus or F Zero or Star Fox, something from that, I think I would have given it an A. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it's a solid B. Heavy on the Mario, which is okay. Mario's great. Uh, but yeah, just maybe one more thing for me uh, would have been uh, would have been uh, pushed into the A territory. Uh, maybe something from Monolith Soft or Fire Emblem, something like that. Uh, definitely would have put it in the A category. But I can understand why people gave it an A. Like, there's a lot of people that were, I know Josie's not here, but she, I watched her videos. She was like, this is like the best direct ever. So there's uh, depending on what you like. Um, yeah, I had a, I had like a B plus, but I will agree if they had Metroid Prime Four close it out. Uh, yeah, that'd been an A then. Yeah. Say would have had that yeah, one big it, heavy hitter. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I like the two D Mario game. That looks like mm -hmm. such a good departure from from a New Super Mario Bros. After you know from two thousand six all the way to this point, it's been well Mario Maker if you count that. <laughs> but this this game's going to this game's going to do some pretty oh, good yeah. numbers. It's going to do some numbers. I mean, we're also under the assumption that there's probably going to be some sort of event in September. So who knows, you know, what's going to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there, could, there, 
they could easily they could potentially slot i think i think you're gonna start to see more because now i almost feel like there's an expectation for a stealth gamecube title drop that i mean once once is a coincidence twice you start to notice a pattern Mm. you know f-zero gets dropped in yeah twice there's a precedent and then we kind of expect more now right Hmm. yeah f-zero gx that'd be cool I know you guys are going to get into Discord questions, but goodness gracious, that Super Mario RPG drop. I lost my voice. I lost my voice. Is that where it went because a Mario RPG took you out? Yeah. <laughs> I watched your video, OJ. You were, you were going off. It was awesome. Oh, my God. That Super Mario RPG. I mean, I know this game like the back of my hand. I, I mean, I don't know how much. You, I know you guys have all played and beat it, but I think I've beat uh, this game. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Ready? Watch this. Sean, how, what do you think of Mario RPG? <laughs> I'm excited because I've never played it. Oh, oh my God. Right. See, this is why people say you're not an RPG fan, bro. This is why people say you don't like RPGs. How you not I, play Super Mario RPG? I like. I did not have a Super Nintendo growing up, so I was playing Fantasy Star, Land Stalker, and stuff like that on the Genesis. It's on. It's it's on the Wii Virtual Console, bro. Right, but it's on the Wii Virtual. It's on the Super Nintendo Classic. That's not an excuse. I was playing Xenoblade Chronicles (laughs) X, the superior Xenoblade Chronicles, during that time frame. Mm. The Wii. What are you talking about? (laughs) On the Wii, what was I playing? Who remembers uh, that? Yeah, I really. <laughs> well, well, oh, uh, the Tales game on there was pretty good. Boom Those are high schoolers. Why would you want to play that? You can't use my joke. I don't know, Lloyd. <laughs> the 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 Tales people are old people. No, they're no, they're high schoolers. <laughs> Lloyd Irving, seventeen. They're three thousand year old. You, you, you start out in you start out in class. By the way, that's uh, college. Uh, it was a college class. There's a kid maze. No, it's all good. Um, so yeah, Super Mario RPG. I beat this game like 50 times. Um, I love this game. It looks. I don't know if you guys talk about. It looks like they're adding some content. I thought it, it's a faithful remake, but there's some certain scenes in there. And there's certain things that are not in the original game. At least maybe added cutscenes or something. So there's definitely going to be. It's it's a faithful remake, but it's also there's some extra stuff in there. I want to know what they do with that one certain thing that's tied to another Square Enix franchise. I want to know what they do with that mm. that paddle. That'd be that'd interesting. Be I guess my last question now is because the Metroid Prime 4 was not here, it, should we just assume at this point? Because we a lot of us figure that Nintendo will probably start talking about their next-gen system in 2024. Is it time to assume that this is a cross-gen game? Yeah, you still got I, September. Okay. I don't know I, I mean. think- I think um, so. I mean, I, I've said that I think that it could be. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I kind of think could so, be. too. I like, you know what? I'd prefer them to not even talk about Metroid Prime 4 this year just to confirm that it's probably a cross-gen game. Uh, I'd, I'd rather retro focus on that and have a really cool title ready to go for the current Switch, for people who probably felt like they'd have already played and beaten it by now, and then the 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 newer technology that we get that sh- we assume is going to be more capable, clearly, because it's like... 2016 chip is what they're going to use. Okay. <laughs> they can't. They they can't really go backwards technically. I mean, I guess they could, but it'd be very very difficult for them to go backwards. So, I would like to see retro just free reign. Do what you want with this new hardware. Go crazy. So that'd be that'd be cool. But I mean, I guess we would assume the next time would be September at the earliest that we would get a direct October. Who knows? Or maybe we just get a trailer drop for the next platform and we're off to the races for next year. So. We'll see. But I, I like the Direct. It felt like a very Nintendo Direct. And that's what you expect. So, what, is that, what does that even mean? There's a lot of Mario, basically. Yeah, They're mascots. Their main IPs. You know, the mascots okay. there. It was all... I mean, have a, you saw... How many times did you see Mario, Luigi, and Peach in this trailer? Pretty much constantly. Yeah, that, <laughs> interested in that Princess Peach game, too. I want to know... Is that like a Super Princess Peach like sequel? I feel like I remember that like on the DS, game? but I don't think yeah, I played a, it Yeah, it's much. a DS game. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, I, I, it's okay, but it's not anything super crazy. Jordan really likes it, though. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let me go to some of these Discord questions here. Evan mentioned, and then I have kind of copy and pasted here. Let's see. This is from Drew, who asks after or says after some effort, I finally got my hands on an analog pocket, and it's incredible. John MVG, have you revisited since the 1.1 update? Also, any hidden gem GBA games? Sean is motioning, I guess here. What's wrong, Sean? But, but why, why wasn't I included? I have one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I gave you one. I bought one. <laughs> have you revisited it since the 1.1 update? No. Okay. I haven't. 
<laughs> I, I've still played it time to time because I have one of those flashcards where you can just put your games on it. It makes it easier rather than pop them in and out over and over again. Any hidden gem GBA games? Hidden gem GBA games. He, Sean says a lot. All right, Sean, what you got? There's dogs in MVG's background. I'm going to say... I'm going to say uh, if you want kind of a, an interesting look, especially on the analog pocket with like <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with like the 3D effect that the system can do. Dude, Simpsons Road Rage is actually kind of interesting to play. Iridion 3D is pretty good. Okay. Too. I, I like I like seeing what the Game Boy Advance could do at that time with 3D because they did some weird stuff to try to make it happen. And those kind of games are fun, hidden gem like tech demo things and Simpsons. x versus sever there was a oh. duke nukem on there too okay okay yeah i like those those are fun just to see how i mean it, it looks terrible technically but uh, that's kind of cool to see uh josh says question for spawn are you going to do an upgrade video for the steam deck was wanting to let you know about the monoblock cooling accessory if you did since i believe if it works and thermals are good would be biggest upgrade yeah i have some steam deck videos coming up i even got the new shell i believe that i was going to do that replaced the front make it atomic purple let's see v says for those who have played it would spider-man shattered dimensions hold up today I have not played Shattered Dimensions in a long time, and I even rented it back then. I think on the PS3. And that was that feels like that was it, ten it, years it ago. Would, it would not hold ago? up. It would okay. it would be very bad c- compared to the Spy- Insomniac Spider Man games. People would. It, I I mean you could, but the Spider Man games of today are just way better. I, I don't think it would hold up. This one, Zub asked questions for Max and Jordan if they're here, so I guess we'll have to save that for next week. Uh, YouTube.com. Oh. <laughs> Toxic says, uh, can't remember if you guys talked about it last cast, but what's everyone's most anticipated game for this year slash next year that has not come out yet? Uh, this That'll year, be your next solid year. master collection volume. <laughs> that's one. it right that's there, huh? That's that's, that's the all one. I need. That's probably the one. Starfield to me. I got to say Starfield. I feel like it's. About. I feel like right now it's Starfield because everything on Microsoft side is kind of building up to this. They just raise prices for Game Pass and stuff, and it's like, oh well, pff, the next release up is Starfield, the big one. So I feel like at this time, with what's behind us and what's in front of us now, with even Final Fantasy 16 now out, yeah, it's probably Starfield. Yeah, I would have said Starfield, and then Nintendo brought my boy Gino back. So, <laughs> there you goodness go. Goodness gracious, so excited for Super Mario RPG. <laughs> for... But yeah, Starfield. Starfield. If in terms of new games, I'd probably say Starfield. But when it comes to Starfield and the Super New, the two D Mario. That's what next uh, for next right. year. Oh, um, I don't know. I have, to, I have to look at what Luigi's Mansion Dark. Moon. I have to look at what twenty twenty four is up because twenty twenty three just keeps going. Well, most games aren't. There's not a lot of games yeah. that are like dated for next year right now. Twenty man, twenty twenty three just keeps going though, man. Yeah, a lot of games in twenty twenty three. Let's see. Dan asks, "Is Tears of the Kingdom no longer the Switch's swan song?" It never was. Evidently not. Hmm. Never, never, never was. I pushed back on that uh, when I first heard it. People said I was damage control and all this, all sorts of stuff in the comments. But I'm like, no, they don't know. The, the, those articles they, they didn't know they, and you know there's a little bit of pushback saying oh well no those aren't now 2d mario is not a big deal you didn't know about the, the two, swan the, song the what, what would that mean exactly the swans like is nintendo going to do another 70 dollar game like they meant like big last like big system seller or big type of game you know like big budget and, yeah, I mean, big, big budget, big game. I mean, it's subjective. We don't even know the budgets of it. Well, of is the That's is big. a full price game on the Switch now seventy dollars? Because Tears of the Kingdom hit that price. Like, do we consider that a full price game? No, because no, everything else is sixty. Well, Skyrim was seventy as well. The new one they did, and Mortal Kombat right. seventy as well. That's true, but there's still big new games coming out that are 60. Though. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out where we're sitting with Swan Song. If 70 is like, this is the last Swan Song, it's the big budget I, $70 game. I, I, I don't know. That's just, it, we just got $70 games. So I don't know if that is all of a sudden equated to, that means it's like tying like the price to mm-hmm. Swan Song. I don't know. Hmm. I, I, to me, Swan Song means like, all right, this is the final big game that we're getting. There's no other big titles. That's what Swan Song means to me. Yeah, but can you really, like, 
I don't know. I, I could see why people would still say it. Well, that's also assuming, I mean, Metroid Prime 4 is viewed by many people as like, you know, a big budget game, probably because of the, I mean, it's been development forever. They've restarted once. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what I don't even know what they would count at, like explosive sales out of the gate, because 2D Mario is going to do some stupid numbers, yeah, I, I assume. Think, I also think it's, it's so hard to say, because like, remember when Ghost of Tsushima came out for the PS4? We were like, this is the last... PS4 first party exclusive because that's what Sony told us at the time remember mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they just dropped Gran Turismo 7 and Horizon that's and like yeah. so you know it's I don't know we're like, going to see a cross gen period for the Switch too where they'll probably try yeah. to get some of these games that are on the next platform on the Switch I mean they, right. they're not going to I don't gonna say their runner look the best or anything but they'll try to probably make it happen who knows the next 3D Mario game they might try to fit on this current Switch so it's, Maybe. it's hard to say, but 2D Mario is going to, that's a big seller, so I don't know. I I feel like you can't really look at Zelda. I mean, will there be something on the level of Tears of the Kingdom? No. I, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be anything, because no. that took them six years to make. I don't know if there's going to be anything on that level, but mm. in comparison to what people were saying with the article, I don't think like a brand new 2D Mario game, something like mm -hmm. that was considered when people were thinking, oh, it's the swan song. They, I don't think people were like, oh, well, yeah, we'll get we'll get a 2D Mario game. Unless it was like new Super Mario Bros, some type of extension to whatever, but like a brand new one with new themes and all that. Like, I don't think people... Well, I saw some... That. I think I saw the, the people who had done that reporting. I think it was Games Industry. And I feel like they were trying to explain it and it, it still was like... It was so hard to try to tell what they were trying to get at because sales wise, 2D Mario is going to do well. But they were saying that it's going to it's going to be something that sells over time and will arrive at a really big number and not do, I don't know, five million out of the gate or 10 or 10 million like Zelda Tears of the Kingdom did. And they were right. they're trying to explain what they meant. But even then, it's like, man, we're at the point where if a game comes out and sells five million <laughs> in the first three days, it's considered like that's, that's so <laughs> weird. So I don't there's, know. There's. There's two games on the Switch that have sold 10 million out of the gate. Pokemon, mm -hmm. Scarlet and Violet, and Zelda. That's it. <laughs> Those are the only two games, first-party games, that have sold 10 million out of the gate. There's only been two. So it's it's weird when if they try to start roping that into it. Yeah, and technically Zelda's the only game that Nintendo developed that did 10 million. So it's like there's technically yeah. one from Nintendo that did that. So it's like, it's, uh, eh. it's, well, it's very I don't, it almost feels like you're just talking, they're just talking semantics at that point, and it's like, just, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Eh. Well, it's all good. <laughs> Andy says, usually with past Nintendo Directs, the Smash DLC rosters and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom are what considered as big hitters. Now they're out. Is there any game that can live up to that hype for future Directs, Metroid Prime 4? You mean one that would universally have people like... I mean, the Smash reveals, it's hard to top the Smash reveals. People get really excited for those. Yeah, Smash is a massive game. Like, that that game, like, transcends, like, lots of things. Like, I don't know if there's going to be anything that big, but, I mean, we haven't had Smash in years now. Smash finished its DLC back in 2021. Tears of the Kingdom did have that big hype, too, when they showed something new or a big trailer. Like, that. Yeah. some of those trailers trended millions of views in the first couple hours. It was crazy stuff, but... yeah. Tears for sure. Uh, maybe Me Metroid Prime Four, maybe, but Metroid Prime hasn't exactly proven to be a massive seller necessarily. So, uh, yeah. not on the level of basically the other games we just said. So, yeah, absolutely not. Let's see. This is from N, who says, "Do you think we can ever see a remake of Jade Cocoon? I love that game on the PS One. It had really unique insect enemy designs and a cool environment to play in." Okay, who, who played yeah, Jade who Cocoon? That? I mean, I know the game. Okay. I've never played it, though. Who, who actually developed and published that it? That is a good question. Genki, Genki did. Mm. And it was published by Crave and Ubisoft. Oh. No. That sounds like one of those weird games from that generation. Like, Look, back then Jim, when they were trying everything. <laughs> Jim Leader Ed in January of this year bring mm. back this franchise. Oh. Jade Cocoon deserves a reboot. Interesting. I'm going to start calling it out at the next state of play hey, somebody stuff. has to <laughs> apparently you gotta you gotta help out our, our good friend N here from the discord we'll see what hey, we can do for you head. we'll see what we can do for you <laughs> but uh those are all the questions there did the whole direct is kind of an impromptu episode as i mentioned because there's a lot of stuff happening this weekend but if you're around i guess sunday's still up because technically it's going up saturday sunday's still up so if you're at too many games, see if you can find us there. 
And we'll, hey, you'll know by now if Sean actually showed up. Hey, you will now. Left on the cliffhanger right now, so we'll see. I, I wish I lived three hours away so I could go. <laughs> well, it's like, because once you get to the train, because the train station's in downtown Philly, it's like a half-hour Uber from the train station <laughs> to the facility. So it's like three and a half. I almost <laughs> died going to too many games last year, and you won't even take the – because you went on spirit. You went on spirit. That's a, Phil, that's a, that's a personal decision that you made. I got to drive. Even if I didn't go on spirit, I got to drive to L.A. Got to take an hour, half drive to L.A. Then I got to board the flight all the way there. Sometimes there might be a connecting flight because I'm all the way on the other side of the country. Like, OJ you're being incredibly too. lazy. He made it, too. I, know. <laughs> I mean, all you're going to do is sit on the train and play games like you would at home right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's nap time right now. <laughs> you could sleep o'clock. on the train. Ah, uh, no, I don't sleep. Just well tell on the people train. to to prod you when your stop comes up. <laughs> you can sleep for a couple hours. There you go. You're good to go. Be re- rolling right in in time for the panel to shock and all. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Everyone wants Sean to come out, so we're gonna try to get him out there. We go around here. MVG, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. I will have a video out on Monday as always, and I'm sure Nate and I will have an episode coming out soon. So check out his channel as well. Okay, Sean, RGT. Find me on RGT85. Thank you to everyone who watched the video that everyone laughed at me. This video is not going to do the PS5 Pro from China. Over 100,000 views at the time of the filming of this video. Hey. And it started out slow as shit, too, because I stopped looking at it, and then it just popped up for me yesterday, and I was like, why? <laughs> um, hey. By the, time, by the time you're watching this, I will have reviewed the Ambernick Nano. The RG Nano. Um, the world's smallest Game Boy. Um, wow. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. King of Emulation signing out. Okay. What about uh, what about OJ? Yeah, you find me right here on Player S or right here on YouTube Player Essence. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been checking out the Spawncast pre-show and uh, all the content. So yeah, I'm looking forward to just making more content for you guys. Got some cool RPG stuff, Final Fantasy stuff coming up, um, Batman Kaito stuff coming up. There's a lot of RPG stuff coming up. So yeah, check out the channel when you guys can. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then. Dream. Bye. Bye.